William closed the heavy door to their chambers wearily, eyeing his elder brother John, who was parading across the polished oak floorboards, thrusting his hands into the air with triumph. "'Ye gods!' he proclaimed, unhooking his cloak and flinging it carelessly on the bed. "'I knew it would be a fine day for a joust spectacular!' Settling into a chair, William bit back a sigh. John was always thus after jousting. He loved the thrill of violence, the excitement of the attack. "'Did you win?' he inquired politely, tracing the weighty fabric of the chair idly. In truth he had no interest in the sport, but he knew what was expected of him. His brother snorted and slipped out of his jerkin, allowing the warm leather garment to slide to the floor. "'Of course not,' he barked, his small eyes narrowing. "'Only a fool would seek to better the king.' William nodded understanding. King Henry had a fearsome temper, or so it was rumored. However, during these regal nuptial celebrations, it seemed little could remove the beaming smile from Henry's face. He smiled ruefully to himself. Thanks to the king's hasty marriage to his cousin, the Lady Anne, he and his family had risen considerably in land and title. Best hope she makes him happy, his father, Lord Tinsley, had whispered darkly to them, all last night before supper. He got rid of one wife, he can do it again. William knew all too well that the fall of Anne would mean the fall of all of them. Well, ask me where I came then, for goodness sake, John bellowed, slapping at the posts of the bed and grinning. William smiled in return, stroking his tightly clipped beard thoughtfully. "'Do tell,' he replied, pleased that his brother was in such high spirits. In truth, more often than not, John seemed to express a vague revulsion of his younger brother, an attitude that was mirrored perfectly by their father. John pulled off his tunic and breeches, this time remembering to hand them to the manservant who had been scurrying around the room collecting the sweat-soaked clothes.' He stood in front of his brother in only his linen undershorts and cupped his not inconsiderable cock absent-mindedly, scratching at it with a casual rhythm. William looked away. Even as a child, John had always liked to demonstrate the generous organ that had been bestowed upon him, as though offering a continual silent reminder to William that he was far more of a man. Third, he proclaimed loudly, smacking the back of the chair and making William jump. Who came second, William asked curiously. Ah, the good Earl of Derby, his brother replied with a smirk on his full lips. More luck and bravado than true skill, I'd wager. William grunted in response, his thoughts already elsewhere. Outside, past the lead-paned windows, the sun still cast a rosy glow across the room, lighting the dust in the air like a myriad of minuscule candles. His brother shrugged dismissively and eased out of his shorts, allowing the servant to wash his muscular body with soap and a cloth. "'Mother asked after you,' John muttered after a while. 
I'll see her later at the feast, William replied quietly. He flexed his long fingers thoughtfully, easing them out one by one. I do pray you will make more effort with your attire tonight, my brother, John said darkly. It did not go unnoticed that your jerkin was unbuttoned and was dirty. Father has already chastised me, John. And rightly so, John snapped, shoving the servant impatiently away from his thigh. Our future, everything, it hangs by a golden thread. We won't have you ruin it. I don't understand what you're... You understand, my brother, you understand. His brother frowned, brushing the droplets of water from his thick chest hair. 